Hello, Magic Seekers! Welcome to the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast, a place to shake up, stir up, and unfold some magic. It's time we end pain and suffering. It's time we start a spiritual revolution against depression, anxiety, panic, PTSD, and live lives full of purpose and presence. With each episode, I'll be sharing powerful spiritual tools to support self-healing. I've made it my life mission to heal myself, learn, grow, and share it with others. I am your host and spiritual coach, Denisa Dragu. Hello, beautiful magic seekers. Welcome to a new episode of the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast. Today, let's have a discussion about our beautiful minds. Let's start by reminding ourselves what is the mind and all these inner connections that activate the mind. At least through my perspective and my own experience and my own observations over the past 16 years. For me, the brain is a muscle acquiring information that is being dropped into the mind container. So for me, this beautiful mind of mine is really a container of all the things that my brain absorbed through the years, through my entire life. I absolutely love my creative mind and its ability to hold eons and eons of information. If we think about it, everything that has been done in our past lives, it's been stored in there. What I don't necessarily love about my mind, but totally accept without judgment, is the voice that my mind has. And that to me is the ego. The ego at least from my own perspective, again, it's the voice in my head. is what I like to call the spokesperson for the mind. The ego is also an outdated self-mechanism that's been around for a very long time. I just mentioned the past lives and all the experiences prior to this lifetime. And that's what I feel like the ego is. The ego is what we would probably call an old soul nowadays. Now, moving down into the center of our body and in the center of our being, that's where I feel that my soul resides. Right here under the, the sternum bone, in the pit of my stomach, every time I'm a, I am happy or I am sad, that's where I feel the emotion. So to me, this is where my soul resides, the divine spark and what I know as my truth. The voice of my soul is the observer. And when I'm aware and still into my practice, I always engage my soul to respond to life. Everything flows without any bumps on the path and any challenges that would make me reactive. When I'm feeling lost and really low vibrational in my mind, I know I'm in a reactive mode and I'm definitely engaging my ego. And that's the time when I'm pretty much swapping trauma for drama because the ego doesn't know how to choose. The ego pulls pulls information from our mind container without a sense of is this information right for whatever this person of mine is dealing with. Or is this something that I observe that it happened before and I'm pulling an outdated information to deal with it in the present moment? Because in all reality, the ego, that's what it does. 
it does pull information from our mind and it starts chattering and telling us what to do inside the head but it doesn't have the ability to choose the right information for the present moment why because it is not wired to the present moment the voice that is wired to the present moment is the observer is the soul Only our soul is wired to understand and respond to the present moment. Hence why we get ourselves in trouble every time we are in our egocentric mode. When we descend on this beautiful plane of existence, we also realize that we have free will. To me, the free will is the moderator in between the mind and the soul, the ego and the observer. And the free will kind of sits in there in between the balance to balance the two. I truly believe that we can use our free will to create peace or to create war. It's such a fine line and it's really only dependent upon which mode are we activating when life sends us lessons. If we are still and allow the observer to speak our soul, the free will will tip the balance in the favor of love, abundance, joy, compassion, and will respond to life. But if we are living life on autopilot from our mind space, we are giving a big voice to our big ego and the free will goes in favor of drama and trauma, like stress, anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue and all the mental struggles associated with an overactive mind. As I said in the beginning, I love my beautiful mind. I love it nowadays when I understand that my mind is a container of information, nothing more. I cannot give it more power and I cannot activate my ego voice to do life for me. Not until long ago, my mind almost killed me. This is not a small container where we find ourselves with a few information and we can navigate it easily. The mind contains eons and eons of information. Imagine all the little rooms and hallways and dark hallows and all that that in this invisible creation exists. Some information can be high vibe, some information can be really low vibe. The mind is not selective, everything goes in there. Therefore, the voice, the ego is not selective. So when he recognize, when the ego recognizes a certain lesson that might have happened similarly in the past, it activates an outdated information from the mind that did not work in the past, so it's not going to work in the present moment. The real troubles arouse when I gave too much power to my mind. For some reason, at one point, I feel like we descended on this earth head first, pun intended, and through generational passing of outdated information that we are insignificant to this plane of existence, we are small, we are only mere travelers of this earth, and we have no big role onto this plane of existence, I believe we bypass the voice of the soul. We bypass the observer within. That was our birthright. That was our innate connection to the present moment. We were forced to believe that we are small and insignificant to the point where 
our lives became a simple passing through. Hence how all the pain and suffering started to grow roots on this beautiful ecosystem. If we pay attention around us, we notice that we are the only beings that suffer and also bring suffering to other beings. Any other being on this earth is being still, acceptant, doesn't expect anything. Look around you, the trees, the flowers, the insects. The plants are growing without fighting anyone. The insects and animals are doing the same. They are all reliant on mother nature and the natural laws of simply being. Without judgment, with acceptance and no resistance. Now, of course, you may say that plants don't have a brain. They cannot formulate words to express judgment. But there is so much data nowadays. There are so many studies that are already proving that plants communicate with each other and with the insects around them through soil and air. So that begs the awareness that just because we cannot see energy, it doesn't mean it's not there. It's being proven nowadays that it is. Now, going back to not giving too much power to our beautiful mind, I also came to the realization that the life energy that is always there, I think it comes to our free will. It becomes that choice when it's up to us if we are going to be still and feel that energy and allow the soul to speak its truth through the observer and respond to life, or we are choosing the voice of the mind and reacts through our ego. It all comes down to two choices. One more thing that comes to me right now is that the ego is not even a matter of getting rid of. That's the voice of the mind and as lo- for as long as we have a mind, we will have a ego. But we probably need to understand that the CEO is the observer. We need to allow the ego to do its VP job and pull and prepare information from the mind container, but we always have to allow and engage the services of the kind CEO, let's say, the observer. Because this is the way when we can bet that the information used will be a matter of responding and not reacting to life. I finally recognize the role of my kind observer within me. Through practice and self-awareness, I'm fully present with the fact that when I am in stress, when I feel anxiety, when I feel depressed, when I allow PTSD episodes to come into my mind and take over my mind, I am in an egocentric space. Because as soon as I step into the observer mode and use those three to five seconds of grace that we always get before a big storm hits our psyche. We always get three to five seconds of grace. And that's the time when we sit down, stop ourselves on our tracks and sit with that emotion and try to transform it or transcend it and let go of it because it no longer serves us. It's in the past tense. It's nothing we can do about it but release it and let it go. I don't know about you guys, but it's a much better place to live from this observer mode versus being always in my head and allowing the voice of the ego to speak for myself. If you are ready to recognize and uncover your own magic, don't hesitate to contact me. It will be my honor to guide you and walk this path of self-discovery alongside you. And remember, if no one told you today, you are magical. Until next time, be well, my friends.
And this is it for today, Magic Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I'd be most grateful if you could rate this show and if you resonate with any of these, please hit the subscribe button. This would mean a lot to me. Also, if you feel inspired to work together, don't hesitate to contact me on Facebook or Instagram under the same name, Awaken the Magic Within You. There are several ways in which we can work together. That's it! That's a wrap! Until next time, have a magical day, so peace!